to the Dan Claves Gomez Show. I'm your host, Dan Claves Gomez, and my guest today is Adrian Pang from the Pangdemonium. He is the artistic director of Pangdemonium. Here is our interview. Welcome to the John Claves Gomez Show. Aiden. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for having me. What is Pangdemonium? Uh, Pangdemonium is a uh, theater company that um, um, my wife, Tracy, and myself uh, have been running since 2010. And um, we've been telling stories on stage um, for the last 10 years that um, we both deeply believe in and feel pa very passionately about. Uh, and and um, a number of these stories happen to highlight certain um, topics about, you know, our society that, that maybe are difficult to talk about um, and that people are reluctant to discuss. And so, you know, when we find a play, when we find a script that um, is, a, is, a, is a wonderful script and that um, also makes people start talking about certain subjects, um, that, uh, that really excites us. What is the first show of Pandemonium, the first show that you produce? Uh, the very first show that we produced uh, was in yes. 2010. It was, it was the musical... Uh, the Full Monty, um, which uh, was uh, adapted from from the movie, um, and we chose this musical because we wanted to start off Pangdemonium in a, in a with a big bang, 
And uh, it was, you know, it was a feel-good musical uh, with lots of laughs, uh, lots of love, uh, but also was about friendship and fatherhood and also celebrated the spirit of, um, of survival uh, because, you know, really essentially it's about, it's about a bunch of, of guys who are down on their luck and lost their jobs and what they do to try to um, rise above that uh, adversity. And we were actually meant to um, produce um, a, a, a reboot of this musical this year because this is our 10th year and actually we would be actually we probably would have just finished the run uh, very recently but of, of course because of the pandemic we've had to um, postpone the show so hopefully we're able to do it next year you have a musical about autism and the name is Pauline Uh, yes, correct. We uh, we did a play called Falling um, in 2016, and um, we chose this play because, first of all, it's it's brilliantly written. It's got lots of heart. It um, it's very funny as well. Um, but but it's it's just a look at a day in the life of this family where their teenage son who is uh, uh, on the severe end of the autism spectrum. And, and it shows how they care for their son and the challenges that they face in caring for, for this boy. Um, but we also chose it because it, it, it really kind of resonated with us. Um, the fact that this family is doing everything that they can to look after their son Um, and it was, it was such a powerful statement about unconditional love. Um, and aside from that, obviously, it was a very, um, very eye-opening uh, exploration about the world of, of, of autism. It certainly taught us a lot. You know, in, it, it, it taught us a lot about this, this topic that I think a lot of people are very afraid to, uh, to, to talk about. A lot of people know very little about. And we met some incredible, incredible people uh, whose daily lives are dedicated to caring for individuals with, um, with, with autism. Um, and I have to say, I mean, that was, that was quite a life-changing uh, production for us. And uh, we were just so, so gratified that uh, it reached out to so many people. You can watch polling today on Vimeo until then. I, I, I believe I believe it is it is available for for a limited time on yes, uh, on until Vimeo. January until January. Yes. Correct. You are right, John. So um, if you're able to if you're able to to catch um, uh, this production of Falling, please do. I think um, I believe you'll you'll get a lot out of it. Anyone who is watching this. In Pangdemonium, I saw your musical in YouTube, the trailer of Spring Awakening, and there is a Filipino cast named Julia Abueva. Correct, yes. Yes, uh, Julia, Julia Abueva was uh, living in Singapore at the time. I think she, she had grown up in Singapore. 
Um, and I saw her in a concert or something, gosh, when, when she was 12 or 13 years old. And when we, we, we said to ourselves, you know, we have to watch out for this girl and we, we you know, hope to get the chance to work with her. And um, she came to audition for us for, for Spring Awakening and um, she, she was outstanding. So, so we were very glad to have worked with her um, on her, uh, you know, musical debut a professional musical debut in, in, in Spring, Spring Awakening. Uh, this was in 2012. Um, I believe she's, um, she's in New York right now. She's, yeah. she's uh, working as a musical theater actor in New York. And, um, but, but, you know, we, we, we have lovely memories of, of, of Julia. She was, she was absolutely wonderful. And that, that production itself. Yeah. Um, she Spring is Awakening. wonderful. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a great, great musical, um, um, we had a wonderful time on it. And, uh, and I watched also the trailer of Rent in 2016. Ah, right, yes, wow, yes. okay, yeah, yeah, we did, we did Rent in 2016. Um, that was also um, a fantastic experience. Uh, what a brilliant musical that is uh, so iconic and uh, it, it was really such a privilege for us to be able to do it. I mean, it's a huge production. The singing is so complex, um, but, um, you know, we, we, we put together a fantastic cast and uh, um, yeah, we had a sold out run, a very tricky, tricky show to do, uh, especially in Singapore, but um, yeah, I think we got away with it, and uh, um, the audience loved it. Absolutely loved it. Do you do you um, get to see a lot of musicals, John? No, I only watch on YouTube, and I don't uh, eat at Singapore. Ah, uh, right. What yeah, is the, mm -hmm. what is the what is the status of the theater in Singapore today? Because there is a COVID nineteen pandemic. What is yeah, it's very, very, very good question. Um, since March this year, we have had to close down every, every single theater production. Um, our last um, production that we were able to do live in the theater was a play called um, the, the Sun, uh, which was in March. And a week after we finished that run of, of The Sun, um, uh, the the COVID restrictions were imposed on us, so so all theatre productions had to be closed, and they've been closed for the last uh, eight or nine months. And in Singapore, they're only just starting to reopen um, in the last couple of weeks, actually. So um, social distancing measures and limited capacities are still being imposed on us, but. Hopefully, we'll you know gradually be able to open more and more. We've we've just announced our our first uh, live show in in you know in the last year. Uh, we 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 we're going to be staging uh, a one woman show called Girls and Boys. That'll be in uh, February uh, next year. Um, and uh, in fact, it stars a, a wonderful actress called Nikki Mueller who's um, also half, she's half, um, half Filipino. Um, wonderful actress. We've worked with her on three previous productions and she is going to blow everybody away in this, in, in this play. So slowly, slowly reopening, but it's been a very, very painful last eight months. 
uh, just as I, I know it's been in the in the, um, the Philippines as well. In fact, we were supposed to stage uh, the play um, The Glass Menagerie back in June this year, uh, which we were going to fly in um, a Filipino actress, um, Pinky Amador. Yes, um, I know. She's a famous uh, actress in the Philippines. Absolutely. And we were so looking forward to working with Pinky on on the Glass Menagerie this year. But obviously with, with COVID upon us, uh, we were not able to do that. And we are hoping that we're able to do it uh, next, um, next May. So fingers crossed, you know, our travel restrictions would have, you know, relaxed enough. Hopefully the world will have changed enough by then, you know, for, for, for all of us. And that we'll be able to stage the Glass Menagerie and, and have the pleasure of working with, uh, with Pinky then. How are things? How are things with uh, with you over there? Uh, in, yes, in the, just in the, okay. Just okay in the Philippines. And in yeah. your the latest latest show in Pandemonium in this year is waiting for the host. What is waiting for the host? Um, waiting for the host was uh, was an online play that we um, produced um, a couple of months ago. It was a play that we came across um, specifically written during this pandemic and it was about the pandemic and it was about a bunch of people uh, who belong to us to a certain church and they get together on zoom to 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 enact the passion play uh online um and uh it, it's 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 a wonderful piece that really spoke to us and actually i mean thankfully spoke to a lot of people who watched it as well because because it it resonated with um, with us in terms of how we were feeling a little lost during this uh, COVID period, feeling uh, a loss of purpose, a loss of, of faith in ourselves, a loss of um, a sense of um, the future, you know, and just feeling, feeling um, that we needed some kind of answer, some kind of sign that, that we just had to somehow soldier on and this this play well provided that for us you know a, a, a sense of hope sense of optimism and and a bit of inspiration um so you know i mean online theater as as i'm sure you know is isn't isn't um i hope it's not the future because it was it was certainly just a, for us a temporary stopgap measure <laughs> Uh, to keep on doing work and to try to stay active and creative during this time. But, um, you know, hopefully we're all slowly turning a corner and we'll be able to get back on stage and get back to our real lives soon. What is the difference of online theater and stage theater? Well, I think there is absolutely no comparison um, for myself as an actor having... Having worked for the last 30 years, um, nothing beats being able to be on stage in front of a live audience every night and communing with a live audience um, because it's not a one-way thing as a performer. It's not just the performer sending out messages and thoughts and feelings to the audience. The audience is also giving back and um, you know, as a theater performer, you feed off the energy 
of the audience and, and just being able to sense almost every individual sitting in front of you, listening to you and absorbing what you are trying to give them is, is a feeling unlike any other, um, you know, even working for the screen, you know, acting for TV or for film. There's, it's, it's just, it just doesn't compare to the feeling of being on stage. Um, so during this, you know, this last seven or eight months, not being able to get the opportunity to do that has it made, made me appreciate all the more the, the magic, I suppose, of, of, of live theater. Um, so, you know, I think um, it was very encouraging for people to tell us that, yes, they really appreciated our efforts to put theater online, you know, to go digital and everything. But a lot of them were saying, but we miss live theater so, so much. This is not the same. You know, if, if we were able to meet each other face to face, John, I would love to have been able to have this conversation with you, you know, in the flesh and live. But, you know, we're doing it um, through the screen. Um, but we make do with, with what, we, what we have to. And, uh, you know, we hope for the best for the future. Thank you for guesting to my podcast. It's been my pleasure, John. It's a, it's a real uh, privilege to talk to you. Take care of yourself, all right? Bye. Bye-bye. Take care.